We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's postgame show. I'm your host, Danny Marine, joined as always by Brandon Sprague. The Portland Trailblazers remain winless on the road, falling Bam. to 0-6, dropping a back-to-back 119-109, and it wasn't that close, but I'll just say it right out of the gate. God bless Norman Powell, ladies and gentlemen. God bless mm-hmm. Norman Powell. Yeah. Shout out, Jack. I gave an additional shot to hit the over and not make this night a total bummer. <laughs> hey, we were both tracking. Phoenix was covering that I was spread. Like, I was looking at it like, there might be a chance that they went ice cold for like three minutes. Like, nah. And then well, they, Danny, when they, they knocked they those got, shots down. Yeah, when they got to the six-minute mark, I was like, wait, they need 36 points. Oh, I don't know if they can do that. That's, that's iffy. That's iffy. And... Man. Hey, I was hoping for Chris Paul to hit that last shot and he missed. I'm like, are they, they're not going to just dribble this out. Right. And CJ went aggressively up, gave the ball to Norm. I said, Norm's got it. Norm's got it. Swat. Hit the over. Loved it. All right. Um, let's, let's go. Let's, let's dive into it right away. Um, let's get okay. to the rundown, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what is your top to bottom? What is your takeaway uh, from tonight's game? I, do we have different answers? I, I'm just giving times. you the opportunity before I go on a rant. Like we're, we are go we're, on a rant. We are, then. I'd rather you go get, on a rant. You're just, so I can just repeat what I've said every other post game. Yes. You just, I mean, let's let's just go. Let's just go by it. Let's. let's I'd rather let's, you let's, go let's on the rant. It. I'd rather you go on the rant. I want to save it because I I, I really want I want to build towards it. Like I don't want to just like rah, all the way off the top. We got to let everybody kind of get in here because we're only two and a half minutes in. I got to. Okay. All right. I got to, we got to build, got to build. I mean, it's, it was, it was, um, you know, it was a rough night for Ant, first of all. We were yeah, both wrong on that. That sucked. I thought every shot he took looked good, too. That was the irritating part. It was like he, he stepped into it and I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that's the right shot. And it spun out four or five times. And I think the unfortunate part about that is he's so important for them off the bench that when you have a night like Dames, you don't want to waste it, right? Like mm-hmm. me, me and you were texting, he was so limited what he could do, but. He was the mid-range king tonight. Like, that was his game. He knew it. He got to his spots. Nothing but net. If you're going to get that efficiency from Dame back, and they haven't had it often, you need not. You need a Ant to go for, like, 15, 16 points off the bench, and just it wasn't his night. And that was, that, that was a big part that sucked to me. Uh, John Reed, we're definitely losing, losing to Houston. 
have you watched Houston play? Like yeah, I did. Yeah, I no. didn't poo poo that game coming into no. the trip. They, they listen. They're a young team full of dudes who can like vacillate up and down eighteen different ways. Like they can. It's a good word. Vacillate. I love that yeah. word. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a good one, right? It has it has a lot of lot of different uses. Um, but yeah, like Houston's a young team, and young teams are always dangerous. If you don't come correct, they can just punch you in the mouth and just whoop your ass by thirty. It's just. Did you see Jalen Green dunk on, on Kate, Kate Cunningham? Yeah, and then yeah. bark at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jalen's going to be a dog. Also, Cade is that guy. I, I know. They're both amazing. Yeah. So I, I, it was kind of funny. I heard to be like, ah, this, this class is going to be good, but I don't know how good. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. This class is going to be generational. Um, that the last two classes have kind of been that. Yeah, it's it's been. I like LaMelo is instantly one of the favorites. Yeah, that that's going to be an interesting one to kind of see how that whole, that, that class kind of pans out. Like, I think a lot of people downplayed it, and it's ended up being a lot better than people think it is, but this class was loaded. Just absolutely loaded to the gills. Yeah. Um, speaking of not loaded to the gills, the Blazers did not come loaded for bear. Uh, they shot seven of thirty. They came loaded for pigeon. Uh, the the bird shot was falling anywhere and everywhere. Every look that Ant got tonight, I thought was good. I thought Norm's looks were good. Uh, you look up and down the list. Uh, Norm was the only player for the Trailblazers to hit more than one three. He went three of eight. Yeah. Dame was one of four. CJ was an abysmal one of seven. He is just he was a tire fire up and down the floor. Can we talk about that? I mean, do we want to get right into CJ first? Well, I mean, I no, just, let's, I just let's, let's go into say, it because he, he was he was a, a, abysmal. I, I just he hasn't been good for them for most of the season, and uh, he he takes a lot away from what I think they can be. And, you know, it's the obvious thing. It's clearly run its course. And um, there's we don't know what this team is, how they're viewing this, right? Because they're five and seven. If you told me they were seven and seven two games later, like that's kind of who they're going to be this year. So I, I just thought it was kind of one of those nights. They had a chance. He just brought them down in a lot of instances. Yeah, uh, Sprague, you can't see it because you don't have the feedback. But uh, instead of having yeah. a normal lower third, I've just got a uh, dumpster fire gif. <laughs> overlaid onto the screen right now just because it's just that's appropriate i like i this team is not pelicans bad but honestly that's no, the, no, no. that well that's the problem is because they're in the middle and they've been in the middle they've been the middle they've been the middle and i'm so bleeping tired of them being in the bleepity bleeping middle hmm go down or go up get the hell out of this purgatory I have said it for four years. The teams have not sat in this hell for this long. And it was like, oh, you're making the playoffs. Stop preaching to me about playoffs. Build towards something or tear down towards something. This whole, well, we're just happy to be here bullshit. I am so tired. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. So let's change the coach. That'll fix it. No. No. Like I, I, You and I were talking about this before we came on. Changing the coach, fine. Things have run its course. You can get some little tweaks here or there. Cool. I, I'm not against that. I think Chauncey's hit mostly the right notes, but that's the problem. He's hit mostly the right notes, and it still looks the same. It's a, it's a, still a salad. You can change the salad dressing, but it's still a bleeping salad. Like, it, it doesn't – everything else is the same. Just because you change it from Caesar to ranch isn't going to get you any further. It may get mm-hmm. you a day more when you're eating the same thing every day. It's just – <sighs> Joey says we're all adults here, Danny. You can say beep. I I can, but then I have to tag this revenue wise. So I try to stay away from a couple of them. Okay, um, I I have them rated for not for children, but not 
all the way over the top. So. I, I like, by the way, um, I've I longly subscribed to your belief of what you're saying. I love that you have them in the middle where I would like have them in that lower bottom. <laughs> They're in the lower middle. Yeah. They're uh, well, I don't I don't know if they are. Ooh, they're just in the in the bottom third, huh? Uh, do you do, I mean, do you how many teams would you put in the middle? I mean, you've got your 1 through 9 and your 10 through 19 and then your you know, 20 through 30. So um, who would you put in the bottom of uh, like the bottom middle of the west? I, I'd say Portland's probably like 19. <laughs> So, yeah, I agree. Okay. They're, okay. they're 1920. Yeah. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. This is rough. It's 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 12 games in. Um, I, I said this before we went on air. Like I, The Chauncey threshold stuff to me is different than addressing or seeing what the obvious problem is. And it's, it's not, we're not pointing to coaching here, right? We're not, we're not sitting here for hours talking about Chauncey Billups. We talk about We've what? hardly talked about him. It, it's the roster. Yeah. And, and I don't know how you watch this team and you, you don't see this obvious thing. It uh, You can watch and see it hanging over them. Like they can feel that move needing to be made. And we don't know what the status of that situation is going to be, how long this is going to go on, because I think if they stay with this team, uh, I think you're going to get a lot of this. I think you're going to get two-game win streaks, two-game losing streaks, three-game win streaks, three-game losing streaks. Oh, you mean 500 team? They are hovering at at being a 500 team right now, based on what we've seen so far and watching them play together. 
I don't know what they need to change to make that feel so different than what it currently has been for 12 games. Uh, Jeremy L. Uh, I'm sorry, it wasn't Jeremy L. Thank you. Oh, no, it was, it was Jeremy L. Uh, the Bulls right now. The Bulls made significant roster changes. And yeah. listen, and here's the thing in regards to the significant uh, roster change stuff. If the Blazers make big changes, like they brought in Simmons or they brought in Brandon Ingram or they brought in one of those guys and they just fell on their face, so be it. I can Anybody can say, oh, I'm sure you'll say No, I'll say good. You took your chances. You took your swings. I can go down like that. I can all in anything in life. I can go down like that. Not knowing, never taking the opportunity, never stepping up and swinging at a pitch. I can't live like that. I hate that. It drives me absolutely insane. You know, I, I think a good example here, and, and it's a team that's far more accomplished. But I'm just trying to cite it as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, Golden State's not had Clay for two years. Um. Draymond's really stinking good. So, I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to do, it's hard to do apples Draymond. Apples, yeah. but still like to go on the fly of losing clay for back-to-back seasons. And then they missed the playoffs last year. And then they come in and people are like, ah, I think, you know, six through eight, and maybe they'll finish there, but man, they made the right tweaks. They've picked up the right guys. Like GP two has been a seriously great asset. Auto Porter, for them. Bielitsa, like they've uh, just got good. Dudes. They hit the right notes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They filled the right gaps. And when you have a Draymond and Steph, that transition from non-playoff team up to where they're at, it makes it a lot easier. The point With Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, like you've got. Yes. You have other things. And the point is basically like even that team that won, they didn't get content from winning the whole thing and being a oh. dynasty. They said, Oh crap. Okay, let's get back out of this. And they made the right moves. Yeah. And no, and that's that, that's the thing is that they're constantly they've iterated. And that's the thing. It's like Draymond and Clay and Steph have applied that pressure though. They they like I have heard behind the scenes that those guys in 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 order, Dre would be the first to go, Clay then Steph. Steph wants to finish his career there. But Draymond and Clay have both said, listen, if you're not gonna like actively chase and spend dumb money we will force our way out. Well, didn't Draymond say that publicly, though? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, we're but here to win championships. That's, that's been understood now for, for years. That was the kind of the behind-the-scenes thing. Like, when they started winning in 15, 16, 16, 17, like, it was like, hey, you better keep spending. And the ownership group fought it a little bit, but now they've got a $150 million tax bill. But guess yeah. what happens when you win? You sell tickets, you, you sell, sell merch, like... You make so much money. You make dumb money. And that's why yeah. I, I laugh and I laugh and I hope it just haunts the Lakers. Penny pinching over Alex Caruso when... Oh, my God. That story was awful. Oh, I'm, I'm glad Caruso aired it out. I was Jeannie too. Buss and that family should be disgusted. They have God, a they money printing him. machine. <laughs> a know. money printing machine. A purple and gold money gun. <laughs> and they... Yeah, I don't want to spend six million more. They, border, they borderline own the NBA and they wouldn't spend any money. Just just despicable ownership. I uh, think it's bad when Portland doesn't spend money. I can't imagine being a Laker fan. That's the thing. is like When Paul Allen was live, you never had to worry about that. Right. With Jody, she's mine. Yeah, but Paul kind of got that way after he spent in a luxury tax and they sucked. And he then always he had to spent restart. on a competitor. Yes. But I think he was a little more hesitant after that situation. Those those tax penalties suck. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, they're they're not great. No. But I am never going to make excuses, especially when you're when you're Paul Allen or you're, 
you know, right. uh, one of the mega mega billionaires where this should just be a plaything to you. And even if you go into yeah. luxury tax, you still make a ton of money. Yep. So, uh, but back to this game, let's, let's, let's kind of go player by player here. Okay. Uh, first of all, welcome everybody in. I know everybody's coming in. Uh, not a fun game, obviously. Uh, oh, and two on the road trip and the Blazers now oh and six on the road. Um, but this is kind of what I think this team is going to be. I'm not, I'm not pronouncing them dead and over. Uh, I have talked to people in the NBA who were very close to this team who have. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's not looking great, Bob. So let's kind of go line mm-hmm. by line. Uh, obviously, the story of the night is going to continue to be Damian Lillard as we monitor back and forth. Twelve to twenty-three, uh, twenty-eight, seven and seven. His first real Damian Lillard box score line of, of the season. Not the Damian Lillard we're, that we're used to, though, Brandon. No, it was a mid-range game tonight. And I think he recognized that he didn't have uh, the ability to shoot from where he normally likes to shoot, that 30-foot range, that 28-foot range. And I loved it because he identified how he could impact the game. And he was he was absolutely lights out tonight, hitting all those shots. And that's what's unfortunate about this game is it's not that it's just another loss. It's another road loss. It's that you got a great game from Dame and just some of their key guys could not get it going. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to like pile up on, uh, um, on ant here for having to shoulder that burden, but um, where I am going to shoulder a big pick. Well, he wants the burden though. Like, yeah, let's he does. Be fair, he wants, but as far burden, as, so. as far as like the pecking order goes before I get to ant, CJ being a ball stopping, just record scratching. I'm trying to think of things that I can say that are are fair and also very mean. Um, mm. it, it's just, it's been awful. Uh, he had his first like was it three games of the season where it was like, oh, that's all star CJ McCollum. Like it's that that experiment is done. It's a six year long experiment. Dame CJ, I, I I'm not pronouncing this team dead, but that experiment is cooked. It's it's done. It's over. Oh, it, well, it I mean, I, I don't think you can you can't have your cake and eat it too. If that if that experiment's done, then you're basically saying the season's done. No, I don't think it is. Well, I think but you're they assuming they're going to trade him. Yes, that's an assumption right now. I think it's a pretty strong one. I think it's pretty safe. I mean, I would have said that after the Denver loss, but but we we'll see. Um, but seven to sixteen, one to seven. Uh, he did have seven assists, which I find. Very strange, considering how much he pounded the ball tonight. Yeah. Uh, that end of quarter possession where Abdel Nader blocked him and then he threw that, chucked that shot up in the corner, um, was physically painful. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
Uh, that, yeah. Um, how about the possession where you had two seconds and he chose to dribble and not shoot until after the buzzer? Clearly having Because, a... God forbid, your field goal range percentage goes down, what, when you've one got another tenth th of a point? When you've got another three-year deal coming up and you don't have to worry about it anyways. I mean, yeah, you're going to get paid, bro. Like your field goal percentage dropping a quarter of a percentage point is not going to impact anything. Yeah. You're down 10. Those are vital. That could be a vital possession. And you're one of the best shooters. I I would pick you to want to shoot that shot. Yes. And you won't take it. Um, you're killing me, Petey. Speaking of killing me, um, eight points, six rebounds, three assists, and 19 minutes for Yusuf Nurkic tonight. Kaminsky, bro. Way to rally off that game against the Clippers, Yusuf Nurkic. Frank Kaminsky. You got bodied by Frank at the Tank. At what point do you not come up the court and go all the way down to the block because you know the guy you're guarding is going to shoot the three? When do you stop doing it? He, he was only two of five, but he did get caught in trailing situations a couple times yes. where he went all the way to the rim and almost like his old drop coverage, which... I've seen people like, well, that's just breaking old habits. And I'm like, dog, if the way the Suns were cooking them tonight. Um, we went old habits tonight, huh? We're still doing the old habits. Thing, yeah, huh? the old habits of allowing 52-40-83 from the field. Um, oh, old habits. Yeah, I honestly, the, the Blazers are lucky the Suns didn't kick the ever-living hell out of them. Because they shot 11 of 28 from three, which is good. Um, but the Suns also had a truck you know what the suns and the blazers both had a truckload of fouls and somehow the the free throw volume didn't get that high 16 and 12 which i thought was a little bit weird um but nurk was um nurk was very bad tonight and it's, it's a bummer because the box score last night looked really good but what did i say about that game in the highest leverage situations he was he was a problem right i you see this this is where we we're going to disagree on this i thought he was good for them last night when the, against the Clippers, when the Clippers opened it up because Nurk just, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, I know what you're going to point to, but I'm just saying like for, for him for this year, but that's the thing that's not one of his better games. Sure. It is. But again, we're not talking about like, we know what Yusuf Nurkic can be when he's being good. We're not judging Yusuf Nurkic. Like we are a young guy. Like, Hey, no, I know building towards that. That's, but that's, I don't, that's I, the expectation. I but I don't know if that Nurk's, I don't know if that Nurk is around anymore, but that's my point is, is that, it's if in the biggest situations he can't be out there because he's not making the right decisions on the short roll and they double and they trap and they press Dame. Yeah, what? I mean they were playing Larry tonight at the end. That that's exactly where I was going to go. Why do you think that was? <laughs> they went with the small five with the with the guards because they're like, okay. pushing up on the shooters and yeah. taking Dame off the three point line, putting yep. him in the mid range, and they allowed Larry to try and make some decisions. And I'll be honest, other than Larry. Whipping that one pass, I believe it was Nas. Uh, he he threw it sideways, and Nas had, had yeah. elevated, lifted up a little bit high. And Larry's like, mm, "My bad, I thought you were going to stay wing. You went above." That's that's when you're talking about um, understanding like new relationships. That's what that looks yes. like. Right, like those right. kind of turnovers, those ones like ah, it sucks. That hurts. It sucks. It's in that position. But those are the ones where you can point to and go, "Yes, that is the situation where new coach, new players, new personnel." that kind of stuff happens. But the general basketball understanding stuff, like Nurk catching on the short roll and not really knowing, Larry just kept it humming tonight, just over and over and over yeah. again. And I thought Brand, I thought uh, Nance was really good as far as keeping things going, but the Blazers on the flip side just couldn't hit shots. I thought the process offensively... Oh, the three-point 
three point shooting was abysmal tonight. I'll ask you this: Do you think that the, the shots, the, the the shots they got on the whole, were decent? Yeah. On on a regular NBA night on a back to back. I thought I thought it was just they were they were suffering from a byproduct of being ice cold on the second of a back to back. Probably some tired legs, something along those lines. Uh, Isn't that what we saw from Phoenix when they played? Yeah, it's almost it's very reminiscent of that game. Yeah. Um, but process wise, that's why I wasn't really too frustrated with the offense. Defensively was what I was frustrated about. Defensively, they went to that zone, and that zone is oh killed. My God. Like, okay. Here's here's my anti Chauncey thing. Pack yeah, that ever loving zone up and yeah. never bring it out again with this roster. Yeah, no, it doesn't work for him. It's there. I understand what Chauncey's trying to do. He's trying to coach an aggressive scheme with personnel that don't match. For everybody that hated Terry Stotts' drop coverage, I had two NBA folks reach out to me and go tonight and go. Maybe they should go back to the drop coverage. <laughs> because it makes. Hey, sense remember the, the guy who was really bad at defense. Maybe they should go back to that guy's system. It it just makes sense for the personnel. It just does like expecting Dame hold and CJ on, hold to on. change their stripes. You're telling me <laughs> that their defense taking a step from like dead last to a top end, it's personnel driven? Because I was told it was simply X's and O's and this guy in commitment. This guy one time, did you know he played on the Detroit Pistons team who played great defense? Accountability, baby. This guy knows how to how to coach defense, and he'll hold everybody accountable. He will yell at Damon CJ. Here's he will the, make them better. Here's the ugly thing. The accountability stuff is true. Everybody I've talked to has said that, that Terry got too light on the guys. But. I mean, he's there for nine years. Yeah, like, that's on the Chauncey going to be that way in nine years? Exactly. I, I think any anything, for the most part, is, is going to run its course. You think Doc is still what he was from Boston to God, where he's no. at I now? I know he's not. Okay, so again, that's 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 the thing is, it, I I I am not I'm more blaming Neil, for number one for the personnel, but number two setting it up for he he set Chauncey up for failure. They could have brought Spo in here, not they could have. I mean, you know what I mean. Spo could have come in here, and they weren't going to get that much better. Without the roster changes, they just aren't going to get that much better, and it's it's frustrating. It's it's very 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 frustrating because the same issues are going to pop up and you can they, Chauncey can throw Damon CJ under the bus all all he wants publicly, it's not going to change and turn those guys into plus defenders at the point of attack. It's just not. I I also don't think that's a good idea. No, it's a terrible idea. I had somebody text me or DM me today say, "There's ways you can go about it." No, no, no there's no, not with, in today's NBA. You want to do it with CJ? Sure, if you know you're going to trade him, then whatever. But don't do that with Dan, please. Um, Dame's sitting out there telling people, hey, have you seen my defense? My defense kind of nice. My defense better. And I'm like, is it? No. It's not. Did you? I didn't see that tonight. So, um, you know what? Let's let's have a little bit of fun here. I uh, thought Nas was good. Can we go to an optimistic yeah, thing? Yeah, I thought yeah, Nas was nice. good. I thought Nas was good tonight. I, I thought he put in some great shifts tonight. Uh, yeah. Energy hustle. Um, yep. He's just a pain in the ass for opponents right now on the offensive glass. Right. He, you, you, you make him. a little gnat in here, man. Yeah, little gnats. Uh, you have to box out Nasir Little on the offensive glass. Hell, you yep. have to box out Nas in general. He's becoming a very good rebounder. One of the things we haven't talked about much this season is that not just Nasir Little, but the Blazers have been a really good rebounding team this year. They are attacking the glass collectively now. It feels on, like. on both ends. Yeah. And it's that not is, just me watching Nurk be by himself and everybody's standing no. around watching it. And like, Nurk has been very good on the glass this year. Yeah. Um, well, he has to be. They don't yeah. have 
They don't have Cantor anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Zeller's a decent rebounder, but he's more of in the mold of like a, a Brook Lope or a, a Robin Lopez, where he's more of a let me go ahead and box out one or two guys. Somebody else can grab yeah. this rebound, which is right. it's a good thing to have. Um, but I threw this out there on Twitter. I don't want to step away from Nas because I want to have a little bit of fun. Uh, somebody, uh, Joe Vernon at Blonde Joe V said, "Is it too early for hypothetical trade talks to give us hope?" And my response is, "God no, God no. It is. <laughs> it is absolutely after that kind of game, man. Let's let's have some fun." Said, screw it. Send me your favorite trade ideas, Portland. Let me know you're feeling, and we can all come together on Jack Ramsey's post game show with Brandon Sprague and I following the game. Courtside, Kev. Kevin, do he is very much. Uh, I wish I had my candles. I would light them up for 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 Mister Do. Um, he is manifesting Ben Simmons. How how does that not interest you right now? I, I mean, it, 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 you know me, dude. This has interested me for two years. I, I, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> this is kind of a message to the people out there. Because there's still people like, I don't want to deal with that. And I'm like, you want to deal know. with this and just gesture I mean, vaguely at this team? This is not great. I, you know, I, I was I went back and forth with somebody um, on Blazers Twitter this summer. They were they were like, I don't Ben Simmons, CJ, I don't understand what we're doing here. And I'm like, do you like losing in the first round four or five years? Like, do you like, is, is this enjoyable right now? Are we excited to watch the Blazers play basketball? That's the, the I'll derail for a split second. This has not been a fun season. It hasn't been. It's, it's been, right? a, it's been a bummer season. And that it has sucks. Dame's been banged up. You got this investigation. There's clearly a trade that needs to be made. There's guys Some that guys should are... be playing that aren't getting minutes because of that log jam. Oh man. It's, it's frustrating. Like, and this, that's why I think I've even, like, hooked on to Nas and Ant even more. Like, that's where my joy comes from is that bench unit. And then they struggle or Ant struggles tonight. Nas has a nice little game. And it's like, <sighs> this is this is a bummer. This is a bummer. And it's just, see, I, I just keep taking the viewpoint of there's, like, there's some pieces on this team that I like. No, and I just feel like, like if they made moves. It's not a bad do, team. It's just not a be great such a better one. team if they would make those moves. It's it's frustrating. So, so Kevin Dew says, CJ for Ben, Nurkic for a backup 3-4, and whatever 7-footer we could roll out against bigger teams, start Nance and Cove <laughs> at the 4-5. and five. Well, I, I, I get a little bit dicey with that because I don't think those guys could handle up the or handle the, the wear and tear of 82 at the, at the 5 spot. That's... You, you need a big body to eat up minutes at that spot because especially with the way they're calling games in the NBA right now, you need a tough SOB to eat up minutes there. You, yeah. ain't, ain't nobody going to play 34 a night there this season and play all, all 82. I, I'd be willing to be, place a bet on that. It's just it, – it, it's there's an ass kicking going on in the paint right now. We got uh, this one from Nathaniel. He says, Nurkic and 2024 first round for Lou Dort and then trade CJ for Simmons. Listen, that sounds like a torture chamber from hell, but that is the the shooting it there is abysmal. Uh, I love I, <laughs> I I love I love guys being put in the torture chamber. It's, yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing, uh, but it's it's definitely a either or there. You cannot have both those guys on the floor at the same time. That's two of the worst. How dare you, in the Lou Dort would come over here and know how to shoot the three. Ah, uh, Terry's gone. <laughs> well, the offense I was told was going to be improved. Well, yeah, if you run the same stuff. <laughs> uh, Portland KC, I would bring Ingram from the Pelicans at a rim runner for Nurk, any athletic center. I think that's going to be a sticking trend. Uh, if I proposed it to you, and it was the same offer for both, say CJ and two firsts for Ingram or Ben, which one would you rather have? Because oh. I feel like that's two very different. God, it's such a different way to go. Mm-hmm. 
You have all the sh- the the dribble drive defense like lineup functionality you could ever want with Ben because he can literally gotta be honest with you. Five. But Bi Bi is kind of nice. The ceiling. Uh, I'm going Ben. I am too. I'll take I'll take the defense and hope that the offense gets figured out because he's just genuinely happy. Yeah, Ben can legitimately play one through five, and he's got another guard that he knows will take, he won't have to mentally worry about that shot. It's basically going to be, how do I get this dude a good look? Or I'm going to go to the corner and get the hell out of the way. Or I'm going to crash the glass when he goes and shoots. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Dunbar, how about we trade for Mo bleeping Bomba? Shout out to bleeping. Um, hey, Brandon. Oh my God. Who, who, uh, who, who texts text me at three o'clock this afternoon? Bomba, Bomba, Bomba. <laughs> Not even like, Hey, how's your day? Just bomba, bomba, bomba. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, dear, dear Lord. How, how long have I been texting you about bomba for? You've been annoying. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You've been annoying. For anybody wondering, I have been, bomba was my guy coming out of the draft. Um, he got COVID, obviously, was a year and a half ago, and he got a pretty nasty setback. He was also surrounded by the, um, the wrong people. I'll, I'll call it that way. And I think it kind of derailed his development on top of other things. It was really, he, you know, he was good, but he was really raw coming out of college. He was, but I also saw that skill set at, at Hoop Summit where I saw a guy block a dunk at the rim, chase down a, a, the rebound as it went out to the three-point line and block Gary Trent Jr. on a corner three, all within the span of like 1.2 seconds. It was hey, the most terrifying I, thing I'd ever seen. I saw some great things sitting courtside when Texas played Duke at the PK Invitational. Yep. I was right under the hoop. And you're sitting and- there going, I was like, holy crap, this dude is long and athletic. There aren't many, like, the the number of guys that are as big as him that move like him, it, the list is like four. It's him, yeah. it's Mobley, Jaron Jackson Jr. John Collins isn't as big. Clint Capella's a little heavier footed. It may just be those guys. Like they are, they are big. They are long, and they move their feet. Man, it is terrifying. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. No, what do you think that percentage of the fan base is that like this is fine? Give Chauncey more time. There is it, what is that percentage? That there's nothing wrong. It's just give this time. This is a new coach. I want to say twenty five at least twenty five to thirty three. 33% because as much as we were in Twitter and social media, there's still very, very general blazer fans who are like, Oh, I'll, I'll give it a chance. Cause there, here's the thing. As much as I've wanted to, to trade CJ for a long time, there has been resistance to that, to the, but, but CJ Denver, the series, the chase down block, like latched onto that. Like you wouldn't believe. And it's like, guys, it's as great as that was that that was it. That was the pinnacle. That was it. 33%. This I, is like, there's nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Wow. They'll figure it out. I mean, I still get, I get DMs. I get texts. I get, you know, uh, it's, there's still Yeesh. a lot of people who were very much in that vein. Um, More power to them. I've seen a lot of, uh, let's just blow this thing the hell up. And I'm like, I'm not going to go that far. You're, you're not, you're not at like, completely blow it up stage right no you have okay. damian lillard let's let's calm down here you got dame you got ant you got Nas, you got norm everything else should be available 
Yeah. Um, I, I see the one that you replied to was from uh, at uh, at NBA Quanch Boy Andy Quanch. Um, the names that always get tied around. So Miles Turner, T.J. Warren, Justin Holiday, the Pacers guys. Oh uh, yeah, the Pacers CJ guys. And ben, yeah. Like, that's kind of the bones. I would imagine if, and I've talked to a lot of people around the NBA, and and the one thing that seems to be that come up a ton is that one of the young guys, either Ant or Nas, plus the salary necessary, whether it's Cov or whatever, um, for Miles Turner. Yeah. And then you send Nurk somewhere else in another deal. Here's the thing. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. When you send out a big, you have to get a big in return, or you have to have another deal lined up where you get the big in return. The Blazers can't start Cody Zeller for the rest of the season. No. I love Cody, but he's just he's not that dude. Right. He's, he's great backup. Great backup. Yep. But I, I think if you're so if you're like targeting things right now, you're looking at Mo, you're looking at Miles. I think those are the guys that you're looking at. Um How cooked is Rolo? Uh he's a fine backup, but he's not a starter. Um are you going to get a starter with all these trades? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, a good one, passable. I, I think if you if you're if you change your mind from like what you want and what you need, because if you add Ben Simmons, you have a no BS playmaker for the first time. I mean, I get that, but like Orlando's not giving up Mobamba. I think they might for for use of Nurkic. Uh, maybe not Nurk, but a package of things. Um, Interesting. They may not want to pay him. Well, that that's just a cheap ass move. Well. It is Orlando. Who owns that team again? Uh, Amway, or not Amway, Amway? The 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 Vosses. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Pay, what? What? They can't pay that. When was the last time they paid anybody? <laughs> that's a great question. They pay anybody? Uh, no, Jeremy asked in the chat, "What would it take to get Cat, Dame? Dame? That's what it would take." Yeah, Minnesota's not there. They're not. They're not giving up Cat. They're not there. They're that's, not that's like a year or two away if, if, if it's happening. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of it in Andrew asks, do we look at Siakam for CJ? Listen, if if <laughs> if the Raptors like, we'll give you Siakam for CJ, you you, you stamp CJ's customs passport for him. Just I don't know why Toronto would want to do that. They got Van Vliet. They have a better defensive version of CJ. Yeah. So they already have an undersized guard. Uh, somebody asks, who has a brighter future, Orlando or us? Probably Orlando. I'm just kidding. That's, that's I like, think it's like still a, us. It's a little dicey, but like the fact if, that you're, if you have, if you have you're not immediately diving into it, that's a little painful, right? <laughs> it's like, oh god. Well, that goes back to you saying they're right in the middle, and I'm just like, I don't know if they are in the middle, man. Near the bottom. Uh, Blazers, JJ, Yusuf Nurkic, and a first for Christian Wood. CJ and a first for Brandon Ingram. We need to get Robert Covington to Rip City, but I can't find a good trade. Can't have him on the team. But I did. I've seen a lot of anti-Covington propaganda. Listen, Cov has been hit or miss, but on the things that are like wrong with his team, it's like seventh before. Like, there's a lot of stuff I get to before I'm like, you know what? We got to get Bob Covington out of town. He's he's a perfectly fine player on an expiring contract. Like, I think it's more about can he give you? Does he add a little more value for you in a trade? Sure, but like, am I forcing him out of town? No, I wouldn't force him, but if the deal is like, hey, give us Cove too, I, I wouldn't hesitate. So, um, and this 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 old standby, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley, and Tristan Thompson for CJ and Nurk. I think you're buying a little high on Barnes and a little low on CJ and Nurk, but um, I, I have teased the CJ for Barnes and Bagley deal for three years. When did, when did mm -hmm. Barnes sign that deal? I think it was three years ago. Mm -hmm. Two years ago at least. 
So, um, and boy, does that look I'd love really to have good. Barnes. Barnes looks really good right about now. Yeah. Um, See, to me, this is the other part of this. It's not, it's not so much talent going in versus talent uh, going out. It's, it's fit. It's fit. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. Like CJ and, and Barnes, a lot of people would probably pick CJ, but like Barnes could fit really well with what Portland with Ant, with Norm, like he could fit really well with that. And he's bigger. Let's kind of come back to the game or like it, love it, leave it tonight. Um, oh, I had a bad night. Let's, let's, let's recap real quick. What was your yeah. love it? Uh, my love it was. Gosh. Oh, it was uh, attacking, attacking the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> All right. Well, you didn't need to add the buzzer. We so I, I'm, I'm testing some things out, right? Like this is my, this is what I, like, I've got the switch right here. Once we get. All right. What was your studio. love it? You jackass. Norman Powell. Ding. Okay. Ding. ding. <laughs> you stole mine from yesterday. Uh-huh. You jerk. No, no, I was right. I was riding that one. What was your like it? Um, I like it was ant. Yikes. What was mine? My like it was, uh, was it Nance? It was Nance. Does that, eh. what, what was his final stat line? He was I six of seven. He did have a good he was game. Efficient. He yeah, was efficient. 13, five and three. The three turnovers hurt a little bit. He got more play. Yes, no, that was the important thing. <laughs> yeah, you got 27 minutes tonight. Cove got yes. 23. Mm. He went from 9 to 27. Mm. I mean, come on. And Cove went down 15. Mm, I wonder yeah. what happened there. Uh, uh, but uh, so that's another ding for me. And my leave it was Robert Covington playing poorly. Uh, did he play poorly? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's exactly. This is the point of the game, though. We're like, there's a lot of guys who are like, eh. Yeah, I, I'm not. You you get a, you tried, okay. but it didn't didn't fail horribly. I mean, it kind of ends with a failure sound yeah, though. Like, it does. um, Brendan says Danny on point with them sound effects. Uh, cool, stupid story. Not even really cool. Here's my own stupid story. I wanted to do sound effects and cartoon voices for like most of my childhood. Fun fact: I always want, and I still want to be a cartoon voice. Voiceover stuff, yeah. Used to do it all the time as a kid. Yep. I, 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 until my voice changed, which is terrifying. Oh, dude. No, I know. Oh, wow. My voice used to be like, I, I still, uh, here's something funny. I still sing. I grew up singing. And I used Song to. Songbird of your generation. Yeah, exactly. I, uh. <laughs> you bust out something right now? No, I'm definitely not going to do it right now. My throat Come is Come on, Lil Whitney Houston. Just Lil um, Whitney Houston. Sing Danny wants to be the guy from Police Academy. Actually, I did want to be the guy from Police Academy. That dude was dope. He was, uh, are you kidding me? It was fantastic. But. Um, where the hell was I going with this? I don't even remember. Um, I I actually don't remember where I was going to go. I, Are you I, stoned? I, like, no, no, I'm not. I just derailed. Just I just derailed. So I can't remember why I started talking about singing other than the cartoon voices. Um, oh no, my well, voice. You said changed. you grew up singing. Yeah, no, my, I used to have an incredibly high voice. I went, "Hi, coach." To "Hey, coach," in in the span of like two weeks, it was terrifying. Like it was. It was very bad. I grew from 5'2", like 110 pounds my freshman year of high school, to 5'10", 190 in like two months. Well, when your voice changed, it means it wasn't the only thing that was Oh, uh, there was a lot of changing going know? on around that time. A lot of yeah. change. Yeah, it was uh, it was terrifying. I, I Today came... in health class, you and your body. Uh-huh. I, I got very familiar with it very, very close. Um, Danny about to sing some Shakira. Shakira's not really my register, guys. I I, I can hit some some feminine tones, but uh, we're talking more like uh, 
some uh, what what's uh, Paramore? I can do a little bit of Paramore. I can get up there. Um, but yeah, no, we're not. Do you know what voice I used to be really good at? We got like when I was pre-puberty. Mm. Uh, Urkel. A little did I do that? Okay. Oh, I could do a good Urkel. A good CJ McCollum. Uh, better. Oh, that's uh, better. That's tough. Uh, let's see. It's in blue, so I can't really see your name. Chuck Woody? Chuck Woody, I'm going to go ahead and go with. Uh, given the bad vibes in the starting unit, could we be nearing an addition by subtraction situation? Could we be moving? Could moving him be an addition? I'm assuming we're, we're going... CJ? Is that CJ? CJ or switching up the starting lineup, like Nancy. Oh, got gotcha. you. Yeah. If you're going to cross a bridge in that regard, it's going to be Nance in for Covington because Nance, or Covington's on the expiring deal, and that's a little bit easier to... <laughs> out the door if things didn't go well if they went full festus azili um jeremy says creed and journey listen if i want to if i want to win a karaoke contest i'm gonna hit some bon jovi okay that's 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 the go-to I mean, look we make fun of creed and then we sing that one song oh listen you know so little little behind the scenes um joe obviously has a voice from hell um you, you'll hear him do voiceover simon's um Danny needs to sing on the pod when we finally win a road game. Maybe that's what I'll do. But um, I don't know how many times Joe Shane and I broke out some version of Pearl Jam just to be complete assholes uh, to the producers in the mics. <laughs> so it was. So we, we had our our our, our uh, IT guy or our, our tech support guy Jeremy. So we would end up singing uh, Pearl Jam over and over and over and Jeez. over again for for four years. Yeah, um, a lot of even flow. Even flow. <laughs> And uh, it was uh, stupid. So yeah, like I'm, I'm having fun just kind of like riffing on just stupid stuff right now because I really don't want to talk about how frustrating this team has been at the top end. Because on nights when you don't get the young guys doing stuff and you've got other guys stuck in the mud, man, it's just it's frustrating. And it's just this is the way I explained it to another NBA guy tonight was this is this is a college relationship where everything is going really well and you feel like you're going to get married and you're going to have kids and do all of the things six years later, you just realize that you're just right for each other at, the, at, at that time. It's okay. It's okay. It happens, but you win a little too fast. You skip some steps because they had that 15, mm. 16 season after LaMarcus left and they skipped all the step. They skipped all of them. They locked everybody up. They drafted horribly. They gave CJ his deal a year earlier than they had to. They locked in more money. And it was like all of a sudden you're a 22-year-old you know, married couple with two kids locked in a mortgage. And you're like, well, shit, I guess we better figure it out. And now we're three years removed from that and everybody wants to kill each other. Yeah? It's a depressing I mean, family metaphor, but I think it's pretty apt. Uh, it sounds like my childhood. You know, I... <laughs> They um I gotta be careful. My my head is still spinning. I cannot throw my head back like that. <laughs> oh my god, that was you all right? bit, yeah, that was a bit much. Oh man. I don't want to kill you on the <laughs> podcast, man. Like I'd rather Listen, get my ball. uh get my freaking head clear. Uh, uh, I just I, I I look, I think you're you're hitting the nail on the head and you know, that's why honestly, like it, to me it's not even a personal thing. Again, I don't know the guy, but I I just I'm kinda tired of pretending that he's been good. Who? Which one? The general manager. Oh, 
Like, when, I will just, we, when will we ever? Who oh, is that, pretending? There's a, there's a lot of that. No, stop. Come on. We we know that exists. It's true. He's 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 mediocre. Like he has done well drafting in the second round. For every and on the margins, CJ he takes four steps back. Listen, as bad as 2016 was, it, there it was bad. The 2017 draft is what undid all of this. I, I said that a month ago on my radio show. Yeah. I said, we're going to look back, and it's going to be that draft because had you drafted in Bam Any, any or of the six other guys. Any six of the six other guys. Donovan. Uh, Bam, I mean, Donovan, uh, freaking either the Collins, Collins, OG. Like, it was just, you go down the list, and you're like, Jared Allen. Like, there's like six, seven guys who you're like, just one dude. And you didn't have to trade up to get the picks. When your when your tenth overall pick is gone in four years, it means you failed at that pick. Okay, let's take a look at it real quick. It's an absolute, it's a disaster, and let's, that's just like we just oh he's on San Antonio. Oh, thanks, Zach. Appreciate your bench support. Like yeah. we just glossed over it, and to me, that is that has been a huge thing. I've thought that for two years. Yep. And then he finally bounced, and I'm like, we lost the tenth overall pick in a draft for nothing. With all that potential talent on the board for nothing, nothing. And if you had, if you had any of those guys, you'd be in such a different spot. Joey asked, "Do you think Dame knows what needs to happen with trading CJ?" Yes, unequivocally. Dame is not the one holding this back. He hasn't been for years. I've got that on about a good authority as you can get it. So, um, the quick like bow on the Neil Olshay stuff is. He has absolutely massacred the biggest decisions. Lamarcus Aldridge walking for nothing. The 2016 free agency when they finally had money, nothing. 2017 draft, two draft picks, you move up and you come that way with nothing. CJ McCollum and and Damian Lillard's deals. Dames, you get. CJ's. Never got it. Never understood why the number went that high a, a year early. Because he drafted him. He had to make it look like a great pick. So, the the biggest level ones, he, he, has, he has failed. So, and that's, oh. it, you, you can only have so many of those before it really goes sideways. And somebody, uh, Gabe says, CJ would be fine if he was on an $18 million a year contract. Yeah, because he'd be a hell of a lot easier to trade, too. And here's the thing. If CJ was at 22 to $25 million, it'd be fine. But the fact that he's being paid as, like, a step below the best guys in the league, that's when it becomes a problem, man. So, it the sucks. The team, like, uh, yeah. So no, I, go, no, go ahead. No, no it's not, it wasn't important. No, no, go, 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 go. Come I was going to say the team just tweeted, trust the process, keep moving forward. It's just. Uh... <laughs> That's a uh, blink twice if you're being held hostage message. <laughs> and let's not forget, Damian Lillard started the season with a mic in his hand saying, just be patient with us, we're going to suck. Oh, man. I love the the team account there. Trust the process. Are we are we trusting the process of the team, or are we trusting the process that a new GM is coming into play? Yeah, uh, uh, there's, there's there's was one process there I can definitely get behind right away. Um, and this thing is like, I am very much I I I want to talk about fun, exciting, good things. I do. It's for anybody who's like, oh, you just want to be a downer. Brandon, you have been in media for a while as well. 
How much does it suck talking about crappy things for for an endless period of time? Oh, my, <laughs> my brother, the last three years have been aware on my my mental health. Yes. Coming up next, a topic that you find very political, but it's in sports and I have to talk about it. <laughs> Something divisive and negative and awful. And here you go. Have fun. And it's just <sighs> it's frustrating. Um Let's take a look at the upcoming game. The Blazers do get a day off. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I kind of want to see them burn through this road trip. Uh, they do have the Houston Rockets up next. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing at this point in time. We're the only two winless teams in, in the league on, on the road. road. So. And Detroit just got their win. There might be more Blazer fans at Houston. So, you know, this could be a toss-up of a road game, you know. So tonight in the game, Jalen Green finished 8 of 20, 23 points. Christian Wood was 7 of 14, 20 points. Uh, Tate was at 14 and 8. Like, they, they, they've got some guys. Like, they've – somehow Eric Gordon ends up playing 30 minutes. I, he, I, he's both, like, 30 and, like, 38 at the same time. I don't know. He just they're a feisty like, team, man. They, they, they yeah. will fight. They're, they're not going to roll over and let you just dominate that game. You're, and you're vulnerable to bad play, like. I, I think that's absolutely going to be a game. Why am I going to overlook that? Like, who is this team to have earned that kind of respect? I mean, in the chat right now, it's uh, absolutely a must-win. Rockets by ten, and they're losing by the hoods of the Rockets by three. Not a lot of confidence right now. And this, here's the thing: like, I I genuinely believe they they could and should win a game against Houston. But I am firmly in the in the seat of the vibes suck too much. One of my favorite teams to watch. They play so hard. Ananobi. Let me tell you, I love it when ESPN's autoplay videos play over over the background. It's it's my favorite thing. Go to hell, ESPN. Is it ESPN thing playing right now? On the it, show? It, it did on mine. I, 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 yeah, you 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 don't hear it on the on the feedback, but it probably I came through hear on the screen. But yeah, I I, got the, I swear I swear to God, they sabotage those 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 videos. Um, it's the Portland Stale Blazers, baby. That's a great way to put it right now. Um, the Portland Stale Boys. We do have a day off. Um, I will probably just bury myself in fun young things as far as the, the, the team is concerned. Like, let's look at Ant. Let's look at Nas. Let's go like, watch Greg Brown's like six minutes of garbage time to start the season. Um, find something fun and, and just cool to talk about because I think this is just going to be the vibes until changes come. Mm. So two months of this? I, I think there's going to be one change relatively quick. You know, I kind of want to do the Westbrook thing. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like you wanted to like take a flyer on Westbrook, and I'm like, whoa, no. pump no, the he's brakes, cooking bro. right now. Pump he's cooking breaks. Miami right now. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> that dude makes absolutely no sense. Ah, uh, he doesn't make any sense. But we'll get out of here on this because we're, we're just like dragging on saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, right I know. Because I don't want to sit here. I don't want to break down tape of this game. I don't. Like, well, I, I just think that's a lot of stuff that they keep repeating, and we're not we're not seeing change. We so, saw Chauncey like, in the post game of the night where he was just, he was he was at game ten. And he was already he had Terry face. Yeah. F this. Like, yeah. You serious? To, like, really? How many open threes did we watch Jay Crowder hit? And you just look to the sidelines and Chauncey's like, dear God, like they can't, they're running out on guys. They, they're not ready at all. And it's just like, everybody keeps hammering. It's just, it's just mental. It's just mental. It's not just mental guys. 
This is who players are. That's the NBA. And, yeah. people, and it's not like a, a defeatist mindset. It's just I've been around this league long enough now to know how it works. Like there's very, 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 very few guys who once you get past year five are changing a whole lot about their game. It's the Dallas Mavericks won the championship example. It's one of like 45 titles that you're like, hey, we, we could be them. Huh? We could we point could to that them. one that happened in over 50 years. And the only reason that it happened is maybe the greatest playoff run ever from the greatest big man score ever joined by three other hall of famers and another dude who's right. right on the fringe of hall of fame. And, 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 you know, admittedly uh, being a big LeBron guy, it's his, it's his one blemish is that series. Like yeah. you, he, he did not show up. No, he, he did. He checked out after game three. So he you was had all out. of that. And then all you also that. had maybe the second greatest player of all time who yeah. didn't show up. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it takes to, to be that example. Yeah. So if you want to aim for that, like if that's the needle you want to thread, I mean, that's like throwing a football from a golf cart, falling off a cliff over a lake into like one of those little floaty circles. Like it's just. Can I make you happy? Yeah, do it. There's 23 seconds left. Miami just tied at 112. Mm. Laker ball. Who do you think shooting this? AD or Mr. Westbrook? God, I hope it's Russ. It's going to be Russ. It's going to be Russ. I, I just, I love that. All He's right, cooking so, right now. He's feeling too good. All right, let's get out of here on that. So we'll be back on Wednesday. It's a super early game. We'll probably do the pregame at like 3 or 3.30. So uh, thank you all so, so, so very much. If you haven't already, please like, rate, review, subscribe, follow the show here on YouTube. Take a second, click on it. Help us get to 2,000 by Thanksgiving until Thursday, or excuse me, until Friday. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com